Hi, I'm Alex. And I'm Jason. And you're listening to, uh, what was this called again? Far From Home, a podcast about two Asian Canadians who moved pretty far from home. Woo! All right. I actually did forget the name of the podcast this time. Let's be it real. It seems like you do every time. All right. <laughs> Please start, start the episode off. Go ahead. So, everyone, listeners, loyal fans, today our topic will be about something called passion. Oh, I'm supposed to, this is where I define it. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. my definition, which I searched up for passion is a very strong feeling about a person or a thing. And Alex also found his own definition online. Okay. Passion, a very strong feeling about a person or thing, a desire fueled by passion will bring about the greatest results in life. Doesn't, doesn't that sound good? That sounds good. That's sort of deep though. Yeah. The second one doesn't actually define passion. It just says... No, it doesn't. It, it doesn't define it, but like it talks about what will... What a passion con- will bring to your life. Yeah, yes. Exactly. exactly. Great results. That's what we all want. Greatest results. The, the greatest. Life. The greatest of all results. We're Asian. Great isn't good enough. Greatest. Greatest. Jason. Greatest. The bestest. I don't know. Maybe you didn't have parents drill that into your head, but you know... <laughs> i was I already did. the bestest so they didn't need to oh god okay <laughs> so how about you start us off with what what does passion mean to you personally what does passion mean to me god by the time we end this episode just saying the word passion like, it's going to sound so weird to myself but um yeah. i've always felt like a passion is something obviously that you derive joy from it makes you very happy something to do mm-hmm. or not even necessarily joy or like euphoria but at least some long-term um sense of happiness or accomplishment from doing it okay um and something else i would say would be like a key indicator that you feel passionate about something is sort of and i'm sure it's come up in many books and reports before um but is like it puts you into that state of flow right mm. where Time just flies by and you lose track of time. So, you know, you could be doing something you love and mm-hmm. think five minutes has passed. You look at the clock and really it's been an hour. Um, there's something about when you do something that you really enjoy, how it puts you into that state of flow that I think could be defined by passion. Um, is, this, is this you on your uh, non-prescription sleeping drugs by any chance? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> time just flies really quickly. You don't know what's going on. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. I'm also quite passionate about healthy melatonin usage. Okay, okay. Um, and something, the last thing I would say to define it would be, I would also like to say it's probably optional. Um, maybe, <gasps> like, maybe you could be option, like, maybe you could be passionate about doing the dishes, doing your laundry, but I Wait, feel like... what? No, like, maybe someone, like, just loves doing their dishes and it puts them in a state of flow, maybe. But I feel like generally... Um, the word passion really indicates like a sense of personal conviction of something that you want to do, something that's not optional or sorry, that's something that's optional and you make the choice to consciously do this activity that you feel passionate about. Wow. Very interesting. Yeah. Optional as in you can just live without it. Um, well, like because you are yourself as an individual and you feel passionate towards this, this thing, um, it'd be, it'll make you sort of sad. You'll be down if you don't do it. But mm. it's not something that everyone needs to do. Like, maybe I feel very passionate about exercise and running. Um, but if another person doesn't run, they're not going to die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Okay. Okay. I think passion is, it's very specific to each of us, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like you said, the running thing, it's just passionate to you and no one else or like mm-hmm. not the other person that doesn't run, which is fine. But the key points that I heard from you is like, it's a way to be happy and stuff like that. But to me, it's really not a way. It's the way to Ooh. be happy. And it's the only way. It's the only way. Because Alex, have you ever heard of drugs? Oh my gosh. Uh, <laughs> only melatonin, you know, nothing else. Um, yeah. As in, as in, I find that you have to chase your passion. Otherwise you're not really happy, right? What is a person that never chases any of their passions? Will it be living kind of like an empty life? And for some people chasing that passion also means success as in you don't, it's like, let's say my passion is to give back to the community. You don't have mm-hmm. to create a charity that's like extremely successful and like, I don't know, mm-hmm. like WWF or whatever. It's just that the charity does well for itself and that is the success to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so for me, passion is always what I'm striving for because if I wasn't passionate about it, I just wouldn't do it at all. Right. Mm. And Yeah. That's pretty much it. So it's what you're striving towards. Yeah. As in, you wouldn't really do anything if you... Okay. I think I think sometimes you're forced to do things mm-hmm. that look off course compared to your passion, but it's, it's like a means to an end kind of. It's like, oh, I like rock climbing, so I have to eat to rock climb. You know, maybe my passion isn't eating, but it's just something I have to do. <laughs> okay. And I think, I think that's what work ends up being because some people's passion is not work okay so your your passion is something that maybe um you can derive from let's say the time that working provides for you as in like i work eight hours a day and as a result of that i have time off in the evenings and as a result of that and being economically secure from my job i can then pursue my passion in the night time Yeah. yeah and the work itself is not my passion, but it's a means to get to be able to do my passion later on. Exactly, exactly. And in that sense, like everyone, uh, I don't mean to be controversial, but everyone <laughs> should find and chase their passion, right? Mm. Because mm. otherwise you end up working eight hours and not doing anything else with the other eight, mm. which is a little bit And the last empty. eight you're sleeping. Yeah, the last eight you're sleeping. Or if you're me, you're 6.5, but you know. Oh, you need melatonin. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Okay, Okay, this brings us to the next question then. Do you feel like people can, it's possible for someone to have no passion? It's actually a very hard thing for me because I grew up with a passion in mind already. Oh, as in, as in, I've never, uh, at what age, you asked? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Old enough to, like before university. So, okay, okay. Yeah, because if, if you have a passion during like, I don't know if you're a kid. It doesn't really matter because you got to grow up anyways. Okay. Right? Yeah. But I, I, I never felt directionless. Um, mm. Yeah. And so I've never had that issue of like, oh, I don't know what to do. And You haven't me, been lost. Yeah. And for like me. Like a paper bag in the like wind. Plastic. Isn't it a plastic Sorry. bag in the wind? Do you ever feel like a plastic paper? It's, I, don't, I don't know. Which one? Do you ever know. feel like a paper bag that didn't do the wind? Okay, we'll have a karaoke episode another time. This is this is serious stuff, dude. We're talking about passion. Um, 
the times I have felt lost is not because I don't know what my passion is. It's like, I don't know how to get there. Right. Oh, oh. which is another whole, uh, whole nother thing. Okay. Um, And so when you ask me, does, does everyone, wait, what what did you ask me? Do you feel like every single person has a passion? I think every single person can find their passion. Okay. Yes. What about you? Do you think everyone can has a passion? Um, I want to say yes, but I feel like I've met people who don't. Oh, calling out people. All right, Ooh. Jason. I like this part of the show. Go ahead. <laughs> Shit talk I, I will not, I'm not going to name names here, but <laughs> drop their address. <laughs> but I, I, I do. Well, maybe, you know, like you meet people for the first time. Like I've met tons of people for the first time. You know, you don't meet them again afterwards. It's just an initial encounter. Um, and from that, you know, when you when you meet someone, you could sort of derive at least some basic impression of them from what they say and how they act, right? And similar, they can for you too. And like, I'm sure it it often comes up. You know, like you meet someone for the first time, whether you know whether that be a date or whether that be like a networking event or a friend of a friend, and you ask them the basic questions: What do you do for work? What are your hobbies? What do you like like to do in life? Right? What do you do for passion? What do you do for passion? Yeah, that's my question now. Okay. <laughs> so and, but like, but like the honest truth is that I've probably met people who don't have an answer to any of those questions or like they work, but you know, like, oh, what do you, what do you do for work? Oh, I work at this company and I do this, but you don't, you don't sense any passion from the way that they say it from their voice. Okay. It's just like something they do. So then it's like, sure, your, your work is not your passion. That is okay. As we said, maybe yeah. it's a means to be able to do your passion. Um, or maybe maybe I'm just too interrogative and these people are like, this guy is so nosy, I'm not going to tell him anything. That could yeah, also be possible. This guy. Fuck this guy. He's like, downing melatonin? That's his passion? Whatever. <laughs> um, and so, you know, it's like, oh, okay, this person clearly isn't super passionate about their work. That's okay. So what do you like to do? And they're sort of like, I don't know. Yeah, and it's like, oh, what are your hobbies? I'm like, I don't really have any hobbies, and mm. it's like, damn, this is tough. Like, how do I make a conversation out of this? <laughs> I've experienced this before. Uh, and I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's my way of asking that to yeah. shut down the conversation. But yeah, it it really does feel from that initial encounter that it's like, hey, this person doesn't seem to have any passion. Wow. Yeah, I I have a very similar uh, situation because. I was on this Zoom call that was like, it started off serious, kind of talking about career. And then, and then I, I wanted to start cooking dinner because I was hu- kind of hungry. Uh-huh. And he was just like, oh, you, you live by you yourself? Cook? Like, you don't, you don't live with roommates? I was like, yeah, I have my own place. And then he's like, okay. oh, you, you cook? Like, you do that? You, you do that? And I was like, yeah. You do yeah. that thing, you know, where you, <laughs> you, uh, you cut things and you put them in a yes. thing on the stove? Yeah, that's cooking. Um, and I was like, yeah, I like, I like cooking. And then, and then I showed him like a bunch of other stuff. And then he's like, all right, I, I'm really calling him out, but you know, Uh-oh. he doesn't listen. Um, he okay. was like, wow, you know, like you have all these things, but I feel really empty sometimes. Like I don't, I don't really want to live alone because I can just save money. Like I don't really like cooking. I don't really like gaming. So I don't build a PC, you know, I don't do any of those things. And I was like, and it, it on one hand, I wanted to criticize him, but <laughs> probably do that. But rather do that. than that, I think I think it's easier to tell him that, like, oh, you know, I think 
you just haven't found what you want to do yet, right? Because um, it's obvious that he's that he's exposed to all these things, but maybe it just takes time to find it. Also, he didn't like my mechanical keyboard, <gasps> and I was just like, "Yo, you got you got a huge problem, dude." What does this guy like to do then? I don't know, man. No idea. What? Yeah. I mean, oh. how about you? What about the people that you talked to that were like, "Yeah, I don't do anything for fun." I don't know. Maybe maybe they just work for eight hours a day, come home and stare at the wall all night. Yeah, yeah. This is maybe. an accurate representation. This is how Jason maybe. thinks of everyone before. <laughs> Unless you tell me otherwise, this is my assumption, my baseline. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. But I I will I I will say though that I think I think like a now that we're digging deeper that like an intrinsic part of passion, um, is partially comes from creation, right? From Ooh. creating something from Whoa. whether that be in like an artistic statement or like like a piece of art or whether that be um, like helping other people. That's also just like creating value for the world. Oh, okay. Um, okay. I, I feel like passions are inherently linked to um, like this innate human desire to create things. And so like, I'm, I don't know. I don't know if I can say this podcast is a passion in life. <laughs> Sorry. It's, it's not bad. It's, it's not like bad. it's not like I live to make no, this no, damn no, no. podcast. It's not, it's not like I wake up every morning and be like, "Oh, I can't wait to make uh, this podcast." I can't wait to feed myself so I can record this podcast. <laughs> I tonight. can't wait to work eight hours so I have enough money so I can make a podcast. <laughs> Afford this microphone. Yeah. Oh my god! But I, I think where this sort of is leading is that these people without passions, their lives are very much. Um, fueled on the consumption sides of things rather than the production side so hmm. obviously okay I, i'm kidding no one's going home and sitting at like staring at their wall for eight hours hey, don't, but don't count those you, people you, out if that's what you want to do cool that's cool but Jason my assumption you. my assumption of what they're doing with their time is you know like scrolling through instagram um hmm. watching netflix watching tv reading the news which are like things fine. we don't do <laughs> i do that something it's like it's a fine thing to do if that's what you enjoy um but if that's the only thing you do then perhaps that's a reason why it at least in my perspective it feels like this person has no passion because they are not actively creating anything into this world oh that's hard what about what if your passion is anime (gasps) you love consuming that weeb life you know Hmm. Hell can yeah. anime be a passion? Can anime be a passion? Can movies be a passion? Is it, is it more so, more than the act of just watching the anime, is it participating in the culture of people who... Uh, I, I remember where these questions are coming from. This is from our hobby episode. Oh, is it? I don't remember. Uh, yeah, it's <laughs> like, can watching sports be a oh, hobby? Yes. You remember that? Yeah, and then yeah, we're yeah. like, you have to actively consume it and not mindlessly do it. Oh, okay. So perhaps that's that's another step into this. Yeah, they oh. have to actively consume that passion. Mm. I guess in that well, sense, hobbies are mm. passion. And oh no, we're we're repeating an episode. Oh no. Oh no. Stop. But yeah, I think I think watching sports or watching anime can be a passion, as long as you, like we said in the other episode, you have like it's it's not just consuming; it's like actively. Um, understanding and consuming okay okay yeah oh interesting very interesting all right then do you need to have 
passion in life. Can you just live staring at a wall for eight hours a day? I feel like I've met people who do that, so perhaps. <laughs> Yo, give me the names. <laughs> no names dropping. No names dropping here. Okay. Um, you need to have a passion in life. Obviously, in, in terms of like your actual physical survival, no. I mean, you can keep Wait, a person what? Al- what? You can you can sleep eight hours, eat breakfast, go to work, eat dinner, stare at wall for eight hours. You yeah, can survive. yeah. So so that's what I'm saying. In terms of actually your actual physical survival, you do not necessarily need a passion, oh, okay. right, to yeah. survive. That being said, like, is do you think it's um, accurate to say that people without passions might naturally find themselves in like a very depressed state? A little bit. They're Maybe I'm weird, but there are those moments where like I hit these milestones of my passion, which we'll get into later. Oh, oh and I hit okay. that milestone, and like this—I don't know what the definition we said—a very strong feeling about a person. Or th- no, no, a desire fueled by passion will bring about the greatest results in life. As in, I—I yeah. I hit that milestone, and I literally just like fist pump, and I'm like, hell yeah, yeah, I did that. Yeah, and that's that like gives me a lot of it. Just like gives me endorphins yeah the endorphin rush yeah exactly and maybe that specific passion wouldn't give anyone those endorphins and so yeah i don't know i i have this very like real reaction to my passion where yeah some people don't yeah and i wonder if you need a passion to 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 live Mm. yeah in a sense or else what's the point of life what's the purpose of life and wait that's the opposite if you can live without a passion then you don't really need a purpose in life, right? Are we on the same track? <laughs> have, we gone, have we gone opposite ways? <laughs> yeah, as in like, I think it'll be a lonely Yeah, that's, that's ultimately what I'm trying to say. You could physically survive without a passion, but it will not be an enjoyable life. Yeah, it won't bring you happiness. Okay. That's the okay. consensus. We, we can consent. Consensus on that. Yes, the word yes. you said. I agree. Yes, that word. That okay. word. I read dictionaries. Yeah. Wait, you read dictionaries? Okay. <laughs> I don't know. We need a definition here for the episode. Yo, this is the Far From Home dictionary. We create the definitions. Okay. All right, then, Jason, what are your passions in life? Oh, no. Oh, no. No. It's money. That's all it's you time. do. That's, no, that's not all money. you live for. It's not money. It's all not you do. Money. No, 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 no. For no, that no. lobster no, no. dinner. No, 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 no. no okay, no, what is your passion? Nothing to do. Um, I feel like if you asked if you asked childhood me, if you asked 10-year-old me, it would have been games. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> think about it. Think about it. Games fulfill all my criteria here, okay? It's something I didn't need to do to live. I derived a lot of joy from it, and it put me in a state of flow because I would start playing and then my mom would be like, come down for dinner. It's already six. <laughs> six a.m. <laughs> okay, okay. So your passion was gaming back then. Yeah, which, which actually, now that I say that, I'm like, probably anime is a very valid passion. If gaming Hell yeah. is <laughs> anime, okay. It's it, it is like, mm, like gaming in itself, right? It is sheer consumption on one hand of, um like entertainment of content but at the same time in a game you know you're creating something you're making things move and you're improving like let's say you're playing a um a game where you like build a character you're like improving your character and that is in a sense um creation okay um 
today, like now that I don't play as many games, I would probably have to say at like a very, very high level mm-hmm. that I think my my passion is just more so like sounds really kind of toxic, but maybe okay. like self-improvement, betterment. What an ego. I know that does, sound, that does sound sort of fucking egotistical. <laughs> no, no, no. I, th- no, I think no, it's completely okay. valid. It depends okay. on how you look at how you want to improve yourself. Yeah. Or it's it ultimately comes down to learning. Like learning is the passion. Mm. And the result of that is self-improvement. But I feel I like see. when I say when I say learning, it comes that sort of um brings forth this image that like I'm sitting down with a book and like a pen and writing and like studying. Right? Yeah. I think learning comes in many forms. Like you can read books, right? You can study textbooks, um, but also, you know, experiences bring learning too. meeting people, mm. talking to people, going to new places. <laughs> Who's done that in the past year? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for bringing down the podcast. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> uh-huh. um, and yeah, it's ultimately just about, you know, being able to go to bed every day and say to myself i know at least a bit more than i did yesterday i'm a bit less stupid than i was the day before wow is what i would say is a passion okay okay what are your passions i think you had one you were hinting at one earlier passions i think this sounds like a very generic passion okay okay but i swear it's deeper than that okay my passion is to be self-sufficient oh it's to have Ooh. autonomy um well those, actually, those, no, are, sorry, bit, those are a bit different those yeah, are a bit different sorry. things there alex i, I, I kind of don't you, really need autonomy i just want to be self-sufficient yeah. <laughs> yeah um i think growing up yeah and this is the part where i think passions are kind of formed from your childhood what you felt like was, was missing back then and and what you think is missing right now right yeah it's it's yeah. An amalgamation of all that. Yeah. And so I think my passion of wanting to be self-sufficient was wanting to live my own life. As in, I wanted to have my own place. I wanted to have my own mm. family. I wanted to mm. have... And it sounds very... That's why I sound really materialistic, right? It's like, I want all these things that mm-hmm. seem materialistic, but it's to be self-sufficient in that... I mean, I don't, I don't think saying I want my own place is inherently materialistic. It's not like, oh, I want a Bugatti and I have a, a Tesla on the other garage. And what? I can have another Tesla. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yeah. And so, and so on this quest to be self-sufficient, work has kind of become this like sub route yeah. of becoming self-sufficient because yeah. I think if you're monetarily successful, then nothing can stop you from being self-sufficient. And so it's kind of like this alternate path that I've taken. And that's how most people think of me, right? That I'm very career-driven and all I want is that cash. That moolah. That moolah, yeah. But it's all to have my own life, right? Mm. Because because what what worries me is that like one day I won't be self-sufficient. And I'll need other mm. people's help. And that's, that's mm. kind of it. Like I, I, I want to be self-reliant. I don't want to yeah. be relying on other people. And all of this stems from times of feeling inadequate in my life or feeling mm. like I didn't grow up the way I wanted or like there were things missing. And 
essentially, like, I feel like it, com- it kind of comes from what you're saying. It's like when you're growing up, you felt like you weren't in control of your circumstances in yeah. many ways. And you yeah. want to have control over your life yeah. as a result. And no one can control me if I got that cash, if you oh, know like- what I mean. <laughs> God. <laughs> oh god okay um okay but yeah my passion is is adulting basically i was Interesting. i don't know it's kind of stupid adulting I'm just, adulting I, i'm just like hell yeah i gotta i gotta not that i like vacuuming but i'm like i have a place to vacuum like i have a place to keep clean i have a place to invite friends over if i wish to yeah and i don't know that's kind of why i don't like roommates mm-hmm. yeah and, and part of that is um because because they interfere with that control over yeah, the autonomy. I'm, very, I'm very controlling. No, <gasps> not really. But and and part of that is 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 also like my I don't know if this is answering the question too much. I don't know. We'll get to it. But part yeah. of it is also like having a family. So hmm. so part of my passion was that like I want to build a really deep connection with someone because I mean growing up it was really hard to find role models for that. Hmm. Personally, my parents were divorced and. I never really saw a great adult relationship mm. flourish. And that was just something that I always really wanted. Cause I think, I, th- I think that's kind of beautiful. <laughs> Thanks for coming to my TED talk. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Is that good? That was, that was very good. That was very good. I, I don't think I've ever seen you that vulnerable on this podcast. Wow. Wow. And I think that's new information for you as well. Wow. I think the I, learning... I, I could sort of, I mean, I could sort of guess at it. Yeah. Um, but the yeah. hear it come out of your mouth is new. Yeah. Um, yeah. And about your part of passion, it was very interesting because um, this, this will be another episode eventually, but the Enneagram test that you took that i convinced oh, you to take okay i barely many, remember this okay which many of our f- friends never took even though i posted in the chat and i was like of course Guys, take this and then of you're course. the only sucker that 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 did it clearly our friends are just not interested in our it's just us our improvements our self-improvements um <laughs> and your enneagram type was a type to keep this. self-improving oh okay. yeah because the enneagram test the personality test it kind of it kind of um pinpoints what your largest fears are and what your oh, goal in okay. life and desire okay. in life to be. Okay. So yeah, I'm not going to reveal my Enneagram type. And okay. I don't, I don't actually mine. remember what Enneagram type you are. So yeah, that'll be another episode. We'll see. Huh? Yeah. I think, so I think one thing, did you mention, did you like briefly mention that there was an element of like fearing, feeling inferior, like inferiority into going to this? Yeah. As in, um, there were times where I was reliant on other people and also like seeing, Oh, how do I, how do I stay anonymous in this? Seeing, (laughs) seeing figures in my life being reliant. I was like, Oh, okay. This, this way of life was not something I felt like was the right way. Mm. And so I was like, when I grow up, I, I don't want to be like that. I I don't want to rely on anyone in that sense. So, so the the actual like when I when I'm saying like the the word inferiority it was like you were comparing yourself to someone else and you felt like I am lesser and I don't like this feeling a little bit yeah and and that's why I'm kind of so passionate about mm. my passions Ugh. yeah huh. 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 
I can I can uh thoroughly to go into like a tad tangent here. Ted talk? A two minute tangent. Yeah, my own TED talk. Please. Um it was something I actually wrote in my Ooh, journal thing. The coveted book. The coveted of book. Jason. My thoughts. What verse is this? Okay. It's uh, <laughs> chapter seven seven fourteen. I don't know. Oh my god. <laughs> Whatever. Um and okay, I'm not gonna actually it read is 714 it, though. Go ahead, read it. <laughs> <laughs> basically I, it's, it's something i never really told anyone explicitly Ooh. um and now you get to tell like 80 people yeah all, all of our listeners hell yeah listeners but because because it was it made up like such a small and brief and insignificant part of my life um like mm. a day for example and the story basically was um i just like have this profile on this language learning website here in japan um and i like never never check it but this was right before I started my first job here in Japan. So I had time. Okay. And this, someone messaged me. It was a guy, by the way. And like 90% of people who message, I just like, whatever. I probably don't even read them. Um, mm. But for some, I think I was free. I had spare time before I started my job. So I said, oh, like, sure. Let's hang out. Let's like try to have a conversation, um, practice English, Japanese. And he had like a very interesting background. So this guy, who's probably around the same age as me, um, was finishing his master's at a university here in mm. Japan. And he was also an engineer in his undergrad and he did his master's in engineering. Um, and I think it was something related to probably like computer engineering and mm -hmm. it was around AI um, was his specialty. Yeah. And his hobbies, I, I, I don't know, like... I don't want to dedox him, but hey, name drop. No, like I've talked to this guy like once. I don't even remember his name to be honest. Hey, I mentioned he you liked, on the podcast. <laughs> I think I think his hobbies were swimming and kickboxing. Okay. Oh, okay. And we we started talking about like our careers, and I said, "Oh, I have this job offer, and it's at this you know like American tech company." So I'm like, "I'm feeling on top of the world," mm. and I'm like, "Oh, this salary's this much," and I'm like, "It's good," and we're talking to each other about it. <laughs> And he's like, he's like, oh, I'm trying to decide between working at Google or working at this other company. Mm -hmm. And he's like, oh, the other company offered me this much and Google offered me this much. I don't mm -hmm. know. And I'm like, damn it. Like this guy's, this guy's offers are both higher than my salary. Yeah. Yeah. This guy uh, is very smart. Like he showed me the stuff he was studying and I'm like, oh, it's all the stuff I had a hard time with in university and he's doing Flashbacks. his masters on it. Yeah, like oh, it's algorithms. <laughs> oh, oh, and so like that—that's actually okay because I've met tons of people in my life who are smarter than me, and like mm. that's absolutely fine. Um, but I've always, you know, have sort of thought, you know, I can differentiate myself in other ways by being good at other things, and of course, nobody's good at everything. Mm. So I sort of did that by coming here and studying Japanese to, you know, a point where I'm comfortable enough to work. This guy's English was like perfect. He's like very oh, good English. <laughs> and he also spoke Japanese, of course, because he's Japanese. Yeah. So like add that on to that. <laughs> and then I'm sitting there. Okay, maybe maybe like his social skills weren't all there or whatnot. And I can whatever, like throw him yeah, under the dumpster there. I'm not going to. But the last thing was I realized that this guy could kick my ass easily. <laughs> okay. <laughs> On paper, he's better than you in every single. Pretty facet. much, I sat there and I was like, "Damn it!" I was no like, girl, "No girl would want me." 
This guy was next to me. I'm dying Pride alone. to yourself. <laughs> this guy's gonna steal all my girlfriends. <laughs> okay, like to be honest, he was he was quite awkward. Like I'll be honest there. But yeah, fuck that guy. But no, 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 he's a great guy. From like the one time we met. Uh huh. But I totally came out of that thinking to myself, like, damn. And mm. like that's fine, of course. You're gonna come across people in life who are just better at you and everything, and that's the way the world is. And like I can accept that. But from that day, not maybe not from that day, maybe it took a few months. Yeah. But I did sort of I did sort of think to myself, like, damn, I don't ever want to be in a position <laughs> where I am just so outclassed where it's like I where I meet someone and I'm like, damn it, this person's smarter than me, they're stronger than me. They're better looking than me. I don't know if he was better looking than me, to be honest, but just like completely outdone. And I'm like, I want to at least try my best in all these facets mm. so that I can mm. at least say that, you know, like maybe someone's stronger than me. Of course, I'm not that big. Um, that's fine. <laughs> like biology wise, but I should at least like try to strengthen myself to the point where, you know, I could probably take on someone a bit bigger than me if they don't, they're weak, if they don't work out. That was the day when Jason went to the gun show. <laughs> Give me the gun biggest show? gun you've got. <laughs> no, Alex. How big of a man can I take down with this? No. <laughs> no. Oh my god. Okay, sorry. <laughs> and so, so I thought to myself, like, you know, my passion there is learning, right? And mm. I was like, hmm, maybe I can expand on this to just improvement overall mm, okay. and all, part of that improvement means like physical improvement so like now it means like not not that i'm like oh i'm gym bro or whatever they're called and like chad yeah like pumping iron all day at the gym or anything but i'm like oh yeah. at least you know I'll, I'll put in good effort to get physically stronger such that this happens less <laughs> this feeling <laughs> this happens less oh my <laughs> this god feeling Jason. of pure inferiority <laughs> I think it's so interesting that your your passion is is self improvement, and you keep mentioning these RPG games because like oh. the RPG game is like literally a reflection of yourself and how you can improve yourself in abilities and knowledge. Wow, in a sense, in a sense, and but like a game ultimately, mm -hmm. an RPG, you can derive some sense of passion accomplishment from it, right? Yeah. But like, think about it. It's ultimately just, it's a substitute for real life. I mean, right? yeah. a game like my, if I play RuneScape, you know, it's like I, I level up my mining. I level up my fishing, fishing and my wood chopping and my levels and my armor. Everyone, I'm like, sure. I, I get that people need a way to relieve stress. And if that's your thing, that's great. Um, I used to play tons of RuneScape. Hell yeah. Um, but yeah, ultimately it is. It is just a substitute for these like improvements that you make in your real life because you get an immediate gratification from it. Mm -hmm. You know, you see your level 52, 53, 54. Yeah. Um, and it brings you happiness, but it won't help you when that smarter, stronger, mm. better looking guy comes in to the room. <laughs> His name was Will Blacklist. I don't remember. <laughs> I, He's a nice guy. He's a nice guy. Other than being better than you at everything. Yeah. He's a nice guy. Pretty much. Yeah. I, I also had that thing. Oh, I got, I'm not alone I, here. I got, I'm not I got alone. outclassed in everything. So, so it's, so, it's so interesting, right? Because you, you, you said like, he's so smart and all these things. The guy that I was inferior to 
he was he was adulting on another level compared to me. Oh he my was god! Like, did, he was did like, he have like five kids? There. Like okay, no. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't have like an orphanage to himself. <laughs> he was okay. He was like married, lived with his wife in this like nice condo. He like he had like the nice watches. And stuff. Oh, he's okay, got actually, the watches. He actually, oh. he actually knows oh. about this podcast. I don't know if he listens, but yeah. Oh he, no! Like, Sorry, he, like, watch man. Had has all these watches. He's like into the same hobbies as me that makes him feel like he's in control of his life mm. and like he's into photography like i am oh, and like oh, no. better and then i just oh, like oh no no oh, but i mean no. he's he, he's quite a few he's quite a bit older than me so mm. it's kind of it's kind of cool that i can i can not look up to him but like aim to yeah. be similar yeah in some ways i'm envious of that yeah 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 so i don't think to it's, have it's, someone it's, older yeah to yeah. look up to in that sense yeah and i think i think my brother has always been that goal career-wise because he's always been he's always been such a hard worker and mm. like done so well for himself for his age mm. but yeah that's kind of how i base that's how i take inspiration right like you compare mm. yourself to these people and they don't have to have the exact same passions but like you see what they can achieve and you're like that would make me really happy or so we think so we think well like I, I will say that you know comparing yourself to other people is like a dangerous game to play because oh yeah it could never end like everyone if you if you want to measure with money you know you can compare yourself to millions of people who are richer mm-hmm. if you want to compare by height there are tons of people who are taller so there's no winning um i actually do yeah. think in some ways though like you're saying that age plays a big role into comfort mm. um into like a comforting feeling of oh like it's okay if this person is wiser and that much smarter better than me because they're older right and like that <sighs> yeah because that 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 gives a sense of like the world makes sense it's fair right this person yeah. has less years to live in their life <sighs> oh therefore they should have more things they work longer than me <sighs> yeah so you're smarter I, I got more lives left okay that's right years left <laughs> I'm better in that sense, okay? <laughs> it's true, right? Like, would you, would you want to be Warren Buffett today? Like, even if you had $100 billion, if you are, I don't know, like 85 years old? Probably mm-hmm. most people would say no. Um, maybe I'm just like a very jealous and spiteful person. But mm-hmm. but when you when you see like, you know, like Forbes and founders and whatnot, and it's like, oh, this guy's a millionaire and he's like 40. It's like, great. Like, that's... that's very fine that's acceptable that makes sense it's like oh this 18 year old high schooler <laughs> who like oh, got God. advanced an advanced harvard i don't know degree somehow is already i don't know found in three companies it's like damn it yeah yeah but then i think to him to myself like are they adulting <laughs> and i'm like hell yeah are they better. vacuuming their own place probably not <laughs> do they even have a place to vacuum nah dude <laughs> Oh boy. Mm. So our episode has gone from passion to passion and feelings of inferiority. Yeah. Which fuel passions. <laughs> All right, Jason. Do you think your your passions were like formed and manifested from your childhood? Because I think I think a lot of people they their passions are formed when they're young and it's very easy for that to happen. And then once you grow in as an adult, it, it becomes harder to to pinpoint and locate that. Mm, and that's why some adults can have a hard time finding their passions. 
yeah, because it's it's easy to find it as a child because you can you're not you're not bogged down by the realities of life of working eight hours, sleeping eight hours, and <laughs> having chores to do. It's Get it's totally off. valid. Yeah, yeah. Well, in, in a sense, when you're a kid, it's your job to learn, and part of learning is learning what you're passionate about. I'm passionate um, about being a kid. Lol. <laughs> <laughs> passionate about yeah, <laughs> playing with toys. RuneScape. <laughs> RuneScape. Yeah. Um, did my passions form as a child? Did they manifest while you were <gasps> a young boy? I mean, I think like as a as a kid, I always was, you know, um, trying to be stronger, faster. <laughs> yeah, lifting weights. Better. Uh, <laughs> at the track, no. <laughs> but in 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 like a sheerly academic sense, I was always always striving, um, mm. always wanting good grades. And I mm-hmm. it, almost to the point where I would say that feels it felt innate to me where like um, I have felt bad if I didn't get high marks. Um, mm. And I, I, I think I sort of differ from maybe some other people here because I know a lot, some other people, they would say, oh, you know, if I didn't get A's, my mom would yell at me and I'd get beat. And that actually never Hell happened to yeah, me. Dude. I'm, <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Guys. That actually that actually never happened to me. My my parents sort of like told me this story and that sort of instilled this sense of, oh, I want to do well at school and my education is important into me. Uh. So that's where that sort of came from. And then um, so like grades wise, sure, growing up. I don't know. I'm not going to say I was Albert Einstein or anything, but like I did mm. quite well in school and like I never had problems with grades. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe it's from that sense of, oh, I want to be good at this. And also the feedback loop of I was good at school. So people said I was smart. So that motivated me to study harder to maintain this self-belief that I was given that I'm smart. Mm. Sad to say. Um yeah. And it started off with education, with grades, with a number or a letter on a paper. Mm -hmm. And it's turned into uh, more than that, you know, like physical health as well. Mm. Um, Yep. Yep. And just like being being better, like being able to, you know, help people too. And like putting Mm -hmm. that knowledge and this hard work into some practical uses of being useful, whether that be at work with my friends when they have questions about things. Mm. Um, with my family yeah so I think it, it all comes from my childhood and it all stemmed from the story I was taught about why I should work hard for greats <laughs> very interesting I my childhood was a lot of just like oh don't don't be like that guy oh just don't <laughs> be like that guy over there or this guy here <laughs> Alex you see your cousin over there don't be like them I'm not even, I don't know. My mom listens to this. It's kind of true. And so, and so, um, yeah, like a, a lot of my life was what would, and this sounds very idealistic, right? Like what would the ideal Alex be doing? And that's, that's always the question I ask myself. Like mm. would the ideal Alex be able to run 5k? Yeah. Then why am Hell I not yeah. doing that? Hell Ideal yeah, I was run fifty k. He's gonna die before that happens. <laughs> um, yeah, and and I think that's kind of how. Oh, I don't know. That's kind of how I think about things now. Like, would the ideal Alex, you know, have a clean home? Yeah, and Ooh. like not not have a lot of money, but like be content with the things he has. I was like, yeah. Ooh. Ooh. And 
it's it's interesting that you found because growing up i wasn't envious of many people because the Mm. passion that i had you can't really attain it as a kid like you can't be you can't be self-sufficient as a nine-year-old yeah but yeah so i never i never felt much pressure or envy towards anyone really um Hey, hey, I'm, Actually, not saying I was, I'm not saying I was some spiteful, <laughs> envious kid. I, that smart was, kid. I need to do better than him. I mean, I mean, there was an element of that, of course. Like, yeah, it's competition. It's school, but like this actual, like explicit. Oh shit! Like, I am quite inferior here. Didn't happen until <laughs> I met this guy in this scenario. I explained. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't. I don't go up to every person and think, "Oh, damn it! I just need How to be smart a bit." Are you? Oh my oh, god. god! What's your IQ? Oh fuck. <laughs> Hell no. Fuck two off. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Then I'm curious. Do, how does your passion uh like shape your future? Like your immediate future? Damn. Like what I'm gonna do after this? Yeah. Sort of thing? Ideal Alex oh. is gonna go shower, you know? Yeah, ideal Alex. What would he do? Exactly. Huh. Um <laughs> Well like I like it, it it does. It manifests itself in my day-to-day life and that I just structure my life around things which I feel, you know, are like improving yeah myself um and for some people i get that this sounds insane that like Mm. is this guy crazy like i don't i don't watch many shows i don't watch (gasps) i don't really entertain myself in that traditional sense of like watching shows (laughs) okay so i'll I'll work of course because work needs to get done yeah and i might like work out i have this weight video that i've watched like a hundred times now oh my gosh i know uh, might go for a run because that's like physical improvement i'll read yeah. a book yeah um and the only like youtube videos i really watch are sort of at least somewhat educational and wow. <laughs> related you know it's, it's not it's not like oh i'm learning like math or anything but it could just be you know like cooking uh lessons okay. cooking shows okay or like travel shows because i feel like i'm learning through that mm. it's it's a bit more mindful um in that sense and so that's how it makes its way into my day-to-day life okay okay it's it's interesting because i also don't watch many shows or watch a lot of tv oh, I've been that's why we're making YouTube. this podcast <laughs> oh my gosh we have free time but it's kind of funny because i think like would the ideal alex sit down and watch eight hours of modern family mm. nah i don't think so <laughs> <laughs> not that not that i'm like knocking which means like throwing shade, which means like hating on. Yeah. Cause I realized not, maybe not everyone knows what not knocking on something means. Yeah. Like I'm not hating on people that watch um, Modern Family for eight hours a day, but that's just not ideal Alex. Mm. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, it's, it's, that's kind of what gives me motivation. Like, would the ideal Alex go to the gym today? He would. And I just, <laughs> I just, even if I don't want to, that's kind of what ideal Alex would want. So that's what I do. Oh, I force oh, myself. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, one thing we almost forgot to talk about is we talked about life. We talked about work, our childhood, but we never talked about love. Whoa. 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 Next episode. Next episode. No, no, no. But this is still. <laughs> okay. We can still talk about this. Like, is love your passion? Because ideal Alex needs to have a wife. Wink, wink. Whoa, I like this. 
Wait, Alex. What the hell? Why stop at one? Oh, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Jeez. Jason said that, not me. Okay. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I think that is that is very ideal, right? I mean, yeah. I think I think it's just natural for everyone in life to think in their ideal life that they would have a very stable and loving and monogamous relationship. <laughs> right? Wait, not for me. I mean, just like, oh. I don't know, some people might not be monogamous. Uh, that's okay. Good for them. Yeah. Um... <clears throat> Yeah, like I'm, well, your I'm, uh, your voice is cracking, huh? <laughs> uh, talking I, about love, uh. like I I will say that um, it's it's there, it's there. Like it's not something I've written off and said, oh, that's not my passion or anything, because <laughs> oh, I want to do these things. No, for sure not. Okay, um, it's there, and it's something I definitely want to pursue, and will. Um, yeah, when it when when the right person or time and timing comes. Mm. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's it's definitely there. It's not something I'm like leaving out of this equation. Mm. And see. yourself? Well, like I said, two, two I, wives, three. <laughs> oh god, that's not what I said. <laughs> ideal Alex wants a wife. Oh. But more ideal Alex wants a family. Oh. Um, gotta sound more wholesome, you know? Yeah, like I I feel like I've been very successful in that front and that my ideal would be building building a super strong bond with the person that I love. Mm. And one that brings us so close that like it's it's hard to compare to anyone else. Not to be super like be flexing, you know? Oh. But nice I think, be flexing. Ah gotta flex that relationship. I mean, my girlfriend and oh. I are very close and we've been doing this long distance thing for so damn long that I try to I try to find role models for the relationship I have with my girlfriend. And I'm just like, we're the best. We're the best <laughs> there is. We're the we the best. You know, like like DJ Khaled. Um yeah, and like I've been successful in that front for very long, which I'm very happy about. Mm. Ideal Alex is pretty sick in the love department. Um <laughs> Ideal Alex. And for my girlfriend listening, I just want to say that like me striving to be this ideal version of myself, it's it's not like this insane obsession with wanting to be the best I can, but it's just like a thoughtful improvement. And yeah, I just don't want her to think we got to be perfect, that kind of thing. Are you crying? Are you I thought, really, I, yeah, I thought you were going to say something a bit more emotional. <laughs> oh, no, I just wanted to like call out like, uh, hey, uh, okay. we don't, I, I'm not trying to be perfect. Like, don't worry. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We will have more content on our love Ooh. episode about this topic eventually. Ooh. Deep di- deep dive into Jason's um past. Ooh. That 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 episode will hit a new high for sure. Oh man, I think I think this episode is hitting pretty damn high. <laughs> it better. I got, I got real personal. <laughs> oh yeah. That was that was yeah, actually probably the one of the most personal episodes that oh, we've wow. ever done, I think. Wow. Okay. That was that was a lot of um exposing ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully not many people listen to this episode. Yeah. That was... We gotta put a really clickbaity title on this though. Mm, yeah. Uh, we'll see. Passion, vulnerability, passion and feelings fruit. of inferiority. <laughs> passion fruit. <laughs> passion brings fruits. 
Oh my, oh my gosh. And the description is just passion fruit. Okay. Um, <laughs> next question I want to ask is about this podcast. Well, not, not about this podcast. It's just the next topic. Um, has your passion changed after moving abroad? Did your passion bring you to Japan? Oh, what a good, That's question. A good question. That's a very um, good question. I, you could argue that if the passion is, you know, learning, because I learned a ton from coming here. So that was definitely a part of it. True, true. Um, and I, I also do kind of reflect back the time I was before I moved here. I certainly felt like I was stuck in a place of not much improvement or learning. Um, and that was partially a reason to leave at least that situation in some way. Um, my passions have definitely changed since moving here in many ways. Mm. Um, but whether it, I find it hard to decide whether that's more of a factor of because I moved here or because I just grew up, right? Because wow, I got older. Up. Grew up. I'm adulting. What the hell yeah. <laughs> but so, for example, like exercise is something I didn't really do when I was in Canada, but I decided to do here. Would I have done that if I was still in Canada? Maybe because I just got older. Um, mm. But at the same time, I do think, I do think, like you said, having my own space, um, meeting new people, mm. and just being able to really carve out my own individuality and mm. my own. These are the things I want to be. These are the things I want to do. This is the person I want to be. Um, I certainly think has become a lot more easier to do since leaving home and living alone, especially in a foreign country where you have that freedom, right? So if I was, if I was still at home, if I was still living with my parents, would I have still improved, quote unquote, to the point where I am today? It's hard to, mm. obviously, you can't compare, but I certainly wow. think that moving out here has given me um, a lot more motivation to, yeah, to change my passions and find new passions and pursue my passions. Thank you for coming to Jason's TED Talk. <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. I love that. Wow, that was... And yourself? That was very well articulated. Oh, thank you. It's a yeah. rare moment for me, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Other times you're just spouting garbage. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I definitely agree with you um, in that this newfound freedom is kind of like testing my limits and testing how well I can do by myself. Because to be honest, I think we're both in that situation where if we were if we were in Canada, in Toronto, we'd be living with our parents, which yeah. there's nothing wrong with. But there is yeah. that level of uh, non-independence. Um, yeah. And it's, it's almost hard to grow and see if you can grow in that sense. And yeah. so for me, because what prompted me to move to Asia, first of all, was, was seeing my girlfriend adult in Asia. Ooh. Ooh. I was like... So, I want that. <laughs> yes, yes, I want that. But I was so like blown away and impressed that I'm just like, could I do that? Like, mm. could I adult on my own in Singapore? And that's kind of the question that I've been asking myself. And that's kind of what's, what's made me improve. Like, clearly I can live alone. Um, mm. I do have those moments where I think like, what if I die? And then like, no what one- What if I choke on this piece of broccoli? Who's going to save me? Exactly. Like I'm alone 24 <laughs> seven. My brother messages me like once a week or something. Okay. More than that. But I, I'm just like, damn, living alone has a whole set of problems, but I've, I've, I've conquered them and yep. grown in so many different ways. Right. Like yep. something I'm really proud about 
I don't know. This sounds really egotistical again. It's like people come over and it's like, oh, nice place. I'm just like fist bump. <laughs> oh yeah, it's a nice place. Yeah, brother. Okay. Wait, uh, what, you're fist bumping them or are you fist bumping yourself? I I'm punching myself in the face, you know. <laughs> no, I'm just like, it's like the, 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 oh, what do you call it? Like when someone calls out your passion, it's just like, thank you. Like I, I, I very much appreciate that, you know? The acknowledgement. Sorry. Yeah. That's the right word. The acknowledgement of like, oh, you have a nice place. It's like, thank you. It's, it's something I've always wanted. Yeah. I'm very proud of it. And yeah, I think, I think moving to Singapore is just a testament of, yeah, I can adult passions. It, it's going, it's going well. Damn straight. Hell yeah. <laughs> you said that like 10 times this podcast. I'm sorry. Get out I of don't here. Know why. Cause there's a lot of, a lot of like acknowledgement about both of our passions. Mm. That's why I'm, mm. I'm always fist bumping. You can't see me, mm. but I'm, I'm fist bumping every 10 seconds. Oh, thank you. I'm very tired. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Like to end it off, like when people come over, like those rare times for me. Yeah. And I don't know. I, I don't really know what to think of my place, but if anyone ever told me, I'm just imagining this hypothetical world, hey, nice place. Your place mm-hmm. is really nice, et cetera. It feels good. It's, it's a validation yeah. that all the decisions I've made and all the hard work I've put in to get myself to this place, to this chair I'm sitting in. And in this place where I live has been worth it in that. Yeah. Yeah. It's validation. I don't know. A lot of my passion in life has also been like about value, about worth. Like you said, creating something, right? And Mm. yeah, we're both happy that we've made all the right choices to get to where we are right now. And we'll continue to work hard to create a better podcast and future. (laughs) Okay. Thank you for listening to this episode of Far From Home. We've been very vulnerable. We're, we're very nervous about what our listeners think yeah. of us now. We're just you know? a bunch of tender boys right now. Okay, Jason said that, not me. Just clarifying. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. You can listen to us on all the different streaming platforms, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and we'll see you on the next one. Bye. Bye.